Do you ever feel overwhelmed by the ever-changing world of technology? Tech It Out can help make some sense of it all. Breaking down geek speak into street speak, technology columnist, author, and TV personality Mark Saltzman covers consumer technology each week for every listener. Mark tackles the latest news, reviews, and how-tos to help you understand what's hot, what's not, and why. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the 40th episode of Tech It Out. Thanks for joining us. This is a syndicated radio show and podcast that not only celebrates technology, but my goal is also to help demystify it. So don't worry if you're more tech shy than tech savvy, as my goal is to make some sense of this digital world that we're living in, in a language you can understand. Well, we have a great show planned for you this hour. In a moment, we're going to chat with Epson. They have a new line of printers with ink that lasts up to two years out of the box, believe it or not. We'll also chat about Netflix and what they know about you if you use their service and what you can do about it. We'll catch up with StubHub this hour about how their popular concert and sports ticket marketplace works. And Sony Mobile will tell us about a pair of new smartphones they've got on the horizon and a lot more on this week's Tech It Out question for you. What are the biggest pain points when it comes to printers? If you answered the cost of ink and the inconvenience of having to run out to buy more, then you're not alone. Well, Epson's EcoTank family of all-in-one printers will tackle both of those issues. To explain how, we're joined on the line by Hal Yao. He's product manager for Consumer Inkjet at Epson America. Welcome to the show, Hal. Uh, Hi, Mark. Great to be with you. Thanks for having me on. Sure thing. So I know there are a few different printers and all-in-ones in in the EcoTank family, but at a high level, please tell us what EcoTank is all about. Sure. Um, As you mentioned, we recognize that some of the biggest pain points for customers are the high cost of ink cartridges, running out at all the wrong times, having to constantly change ink. So we developed the EcoTank solution with that in mind. And what EcoTank does is instead of using ink cartridges to supply the ink to the printers, each EcoTank printer has a supersized ink tank or a set of ink tanks built into the printer. So instead of having ink cartridges that you replace, you buy bottles of ink that you use to fill the ink tanks. So they hold a lot more ink in the printer And when you purchase the ink, you're buying it in very high yields. So it's very, very cost effective. It's one of those things where it's like, I wonder why it took so long for someone to invent that. Because it's just so, it's such a simple yet clever idea. Instead of having to run out to buy little cartridges that are expensive and that have a small yield of ink, be it black or color, this, these are bottles that last a real long time. So in fact, if I'm not mistaken, Hal, out of the box, when you buy an EcoTank printer, you've got ink that lasts up to two years. Right. Uh, Every one of the EcoTank printers comes with up to two years of ink in the box. So depending on the model, that could mean up to 14,000 black pages or 11,200 color pages uh, with the ink just in the box already ready to go. Amazing. And when it is time to buy more ink, they are available at the same big box retailers you go to and other stores as well as online. And they're not expensive either. No, no, not at all. In fact, uh, kind of the great thing about EcoTank is the more that you print, the, the more that you're saving. You know, you're saving up to 80% versus ink cartridges. And with the bottles that you're buying, well, 
first of all, let me let me reiterate, you're getting a lot of ink in the box already. So it's going to be a while before you have to replace them. But when you when you do need to replace them, you're uh, you're saving a lot on on that replacement ink. And just a, just another point on that, each of the ink bottles um, will take the place of up to 30 ink cartridges. So mm. uh, that just gives you an idea of how much ink is in there. All right, so I kind of see this as three main benefits, Hal. Uh, one is cost, as we've been covering. Yes, you pay a bit more for the printer or all-in-one itself, and we'll get to that. But out of the box, you're getting ink that lasts up to two years. And then when it is time to buy more ink, the bottles are inexpensive. Secondly is convenience. It always happened to us with my three kids where it's like Sunday night, they're trying to print off a book report or an essay or something for school, and they're like, oh, no, we're out of ink. And then it's too late to go out and buy more if I didn't, if I didn't already have a backup at the home office. So convenience is a second advantage is that you don't have to leave your home so often. And then third is environmental benefits. So one, you're using up less plastic because you're not buying so many of those cartridges that are plastic and they don't biodegrade. Uh, and you're not using as much gas to get to the store to buy ink as often. Yeah, yeah, I think you've done a great job kind of summarizing uh, many of the great benefits of Ecotank and that environmentally um, friendly aspect that to it also, yes, it is a printer, but uh, like I mentioned before, each of those bottles is replacing up to 30 ink cartridges. And then when you multiply that over black and all the colors, you're talking about a lot of plastic that's not ending up in a, in a landfill somewhere. How easy or difficult is it to put the ink in the printers once you do go out and buy ink after two years? So that's one of the things that we've really done a great job, I feel, of improving in the latest generation of the EvoTanks. So we we had a um, launch of a whole new family uh, this past fall. And with those, they all have the new EcoFit infill system. So instead of having a bottle, which is kind of like a ketchup bottle, where you have to position it in position it over the ink tank, and then squeeze the ink in. We understood that that is a barrier for people. People are worried about having to, to do that and to have to fill the ink themselves. So there's a, there's a whole new system. And the ink bottles now, first of all, they're keyed. So they're keyed by color and they're keyed by ink family, which means that the black tip will only fit on the black ink tank the cyan tip will only fit on the cyan ink tank. So there's no way to mix up the colors. And then if you, say, buy a bottle, a black bottle for one of our expression premiums, which um, is a five ink and has a different ink family, and you try to put it even on the black for one of our, uh, like, ET2750s, it won't fit either. So if it fits onto the top of the ink tank, then you know that it's the right ink mm -hmm. for that and it's the right color. Uh, also, it's valve now, so you don't have to worry so much about spilling. When you put the bottle onto the ink tank, it kind of locks on or docks on there and you can let it go. You don't have to squeeze it. It automatically starts filling and then it automatically stops as well, so you can't overfill it. Mm. So even if you have half a tank and you wanted to top it off, you could put a, a full bottle on top of there. It'll fill it up to, to it when the ink tank is full and stop by itself. And then you can take the rest of that off and cap it for later use. 
We're chatting with Hal Yao. He is the product manager for Consumer Inkjet at Epson America. They are the makers of the EcoTank family of printers. Are all of the EcoTank printers all-in-ones? Do they all have that feature like mine does in my home office where it's a printer scanner and copier? Or are there some that are just printers, Hal? All of the current EcoTanks are multifunction. So they do print, scan, and copy. And then we have a few models that do fax as well. Uh, and then um, we have a few wide formats as well. And what's the quality like on these printers? Are, are you giving up anything? Is there any sacrifice in quality for the convenience and cost? No, not at all. The, the, the print quality is going to be great, just like in cartridge printers. In fact, many of the EcoTanks feature our precision core technology, which is our permanent printhead technology that is the same technology used in our very high-end industrial printers. Hmm. Uh, it's a very, very scalable chip, so we use them in our uh, industrial liner printers and then in many of our consumer printers as well. It's kind of trendy today to have an app for printers um, because, you know, chances are you may want to print a photo that you took on your smartphone. So you can do that right from your phone or your tablet uh, right. instead of having to get it over to a computer and then print from the computer. Uh, does the EcoTank family of printers have uh, an app that works with both Apple and Android devices? Yes, definitely. So uh, Epson iPrint is the name of our app, and uh, with it you can, of course, print from your phone and tablet. You can do other things such as access uh, cloud services to to get files to print uh, and things like that. Mm. So also support Wi-Fi direct, so you can connect directly to the printer through Wi-Fi as well. Hmm. Going back to the cloud for a moment, if I have a document, say, in uh, Dropbox or OneDrive, am I able to log on and print from there? Absolutely. Oh. The iPrint, iPrint app will support Dropbox, mm. Google Drive, and such. So, Hal, before we wrap up and talk pricing, I understand some of the EcoTank printers have a 5-ink system instead of a 3-ink system. Tell us about it. That's right. That's right. So, uh, we, with the last launch in the fall that I mentioned before, uh, we launched two new Expression Premium uh, EcoTanks, which have the five inks for even higher quality photo printing and, and graphics. So for, for folks looking for a, a, a home printer for everyday use, but also with the ability to print very high quality photos and, and graphics, uh, we've got those options. All right. Now let's talk costs. How much do the EcoTank multifunction or all-in-one printers start at? How much? What What is the low-end one and the model that we could look for? So yeah, the EcoTank lineup starts as low as two nineteen. Oh, okay. So they're not that much more than a regular quality multifunction printer. And the price for the bottles is only twenty bucks for black and fourteen dollars for color. And again, each bottle has as much ink as about thirty cartridges. All right. And then the best website to learn more is Epson.com. Right. Epson.com will have all the information you need. All right. Hal Yao, Product Manager for Consumer Inkjet at Epson America. Thank you very much for your time. Oh, thank you. When we return on Tech It Out, I'm going to tell you about an article I wrote for USA Today about Netflix and what they know about you if you are a user of their popular video streaming service and what you can do about it. There's a lot more coming up on today's Tech It Out. Stay with us. Listen to Tech It Out whenever you want. Find the Tech It Out podcast at iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.
Hey everyone, welcome back to Tech It Out on the Radio America Network. I'm your host, Mark Saltzman. This show is brought to you by ASUS, creating technology for today and tomorrow's smart life. ASUS, for those in search of incredible. Visit asus.com slash us slash radio for more info. That's asus.com forward slash us forward slash radio. I wrote an article for USA Today last week about Netflix, Uh, you know, given all the privacy issues going on these days with the Facebook Cambridge Analytica scandal, that whole data breach there and and others. um, I was asked to write an article about Netflix. So when you use the popular video streaming service, what does Netflix know about you? And could you delete or download that data? So look, it wasn't that bad after I did all my research and I had a couple of good interviews with Netflix. But let me tell you what they do know about you if you use this service. And you do, by the way way sign off on all of this uh, when you do sign up for Netflix and it's all listed in their uh, privacy document so there's some transparency but let me spell it out for you if you use Netflix the company knows what you watch when you watch it how often you've watched it what you've searched for and on what device you watch Netflix on whether it's a smartphone a tablet a laptop or maybe a smart TV They know roughly where you are based on your IP address. So that's your unique numerical code that uh, tells you geographically where you are, like, say, Southern California or Detroit or what have you. Uh, So that's your IP address. When you log on to Netflix on a website, you do allow Netflix to see where you go online before and after you're at Netflix. This is, these are called cookies, as you've probably heard, advertising identifiers and so on, and they target ads to you. But Netflix does not allow for third-party ads on the service. So you may know if you use Netflix, you're not getting ads from other companies. That's good. They only share information with companies like uh, an internet service provider, for example, if there's a promotion, like, you know, let's say you sign up for this ISP and you get six months of uh, Netflix for free, then they may share some information with your consent. You can clear all that, by the way, and clear all your cookies and and all that if you want to remain anonymous. But keep in mind, it's targeted ads and recommended things that you want to see. If Netflix knows you watch horror movies and sci-fi TV shows, then you're going to obviously be marketed to in that way. So you may start seeing things that you're not interested in, like romantic comedies, for example. So it is meant to make the service better, but you can delete that if you want and remain anonymous. You cannot, however, download this information like Facebook or uh, Google or Amazon lets you do. So that's the skinny on what Netflix knows about you and what you can do about it. If you want to Google Netflix and my name, Mark Saltzman, you'll see the article I wrote if you want to give it a read. Hey, so I mentioned last week on the show that SanDisk and Western Digital, they're one and the same now, they're an official sponsor of Tech It Out, and I'm super thrilled to have them on board. From time to time on this program, I'll find a cool product of theirs on sale to tell you about, which is what I'll do right now. At BestBuy.com, I found a two terabyte Western Digital My Passport Ultra. This is an external hard drive for $79, which is $10 off the usual price. So it's a compact white and gold hard drive that you plug into your computer's USB port and it doesn't require any power to operate. You don't need to plug it into the wall like some of those desktop drives do. This is a portable external hard drive. So it uses the power from the laptop itself. 
It also has a fast USB 3.0 connection, so it's really quick to copy contents of the drive to and from the computer or to run something off of the drive altogether. Maybe you've got a movie loaded on there and you want to watch it on your laptop. Just plug it in, click play, and it's really fast. Again, I also love the small size of this thing. It's got a slim design. It lets you easily carry it in your bag or backpack, you know, purse, and, and so on. The two terabyte Western Digital My Passport Ultra external hard drive is on sale for $79 at bestbuy.com. Hey, we've got time for me to reach into the old mailbag to answer a tech question. You can always reach out to me on Twitter. I'm at Mark underscore Saltzman. That's Mark with a C underscore S-A-L-T-Z-M-A-N. So this question is from Fred P from beautiful Palm Springs who writes, I've heard a hacker can access my webcam and watch me in front of my computer. Could this really happen? The answer is yes, it is technically possible for someone to do this, though it's not very likely. But if you are concerned about someone accessing your webcam without your consent, there are a few things you can do to minimize the odds of that happening. For one, if it's an external webcam, something that you plug in to a desktop computer, for example, or a laptop, you can just connect it when you need it. So always keep it unplugged until you wanna use Skype or FaceTime or uh, what have you, and then plug it in. Secondly, some external webcams have a small cover that you can close over the webcam lens, so be sure you take advantage of that if you're not using it. If your built-in webcam doesn't have a little cover, you can always put a little piece of tape over the front of the webcam, but try not to place it directly over the lens or else it could damage the lens by leaving some you know residue there but but cover the webcam until you need it third you should always have good computer security software installed i use eset that's e-s-e-t we gave away some copies of that last weekend good software will flag any issues it detects on the computer such as someone trying to remotely watch you through the webcam some web browsers do that as well they'll let you know if your webcam is being activated and you may be prompted to agree fourth if you need to have your computer repaired take it to a trustworthy source or else they could secretly install spying software this has happened in the past where they can log in from afar and see what the webcam sees creepy but it happens so make sure you bring it to a trusted source like a tech savvy relative or to a professional Fifth, and finally, another tip is to go to the webcam setting in Windows or Mac and enable some kind of notification when the webcam is enabled. You can have like a small light that turns on near the webcam or some sort of sound that plays through your speakers. Anyhow, I hope that helps. We'll be right back when we chat with Sony Mobile about a pair of new smartphones. Stay with us. Want to follow Mark? Google him. Mark with a C and Saltzman with a Z. Breaking down geek speak into street speak. This is Tech It Out. Tech It Out with technology columnist, author, and TV personality, Mark Saltzman. I've said this before and I'll say it again. If you're looking for a new smartphone, whether it's through your carrier or out on your own, you need to check out Sony Mobile's devices. Between its gorgeous screens, phenomenal cameras, and attractive price points, you might be missing out if you don't take a look at what Sony Mobile is cooking up. And so, joining us on the line to tell us what's coming out soon is Rob Vongze. He is the Senior Product and Channel Marketing Manager at Sony Mobile. Welcome to the show, Rob. Thanks for having me, Mark. Before we talk about specific models that are coming out this uh, spring and summer, uh, what do people want, generally speaking, when they're looking for a new smartphone? What does it take for them to upgrade? 
Yeah, uh, that's a great question. So some of the things that co consumers are looking for now is obviously a, a bigger screen on their devices. Uh, we're noticing that customers aren't, aren't only just you know using their phones obviously for phone calls, but their smartphones for more for entertainment. Uh, and with entertainment, we want to bring the best of Sony uh, to these devices and, and provide an immersive entertainment experience. So we have great devices that use all our great technology from TV, audio, as well as even gaming capabilities on the device as well. So in other words, is it fair to say that Sony Mobile is leveraging Sony's heritage in different areas like imaging, uh, photography, gaming, audio, and so on? Correct, yeah, and, and not only uh, with uh, only uh, hardware as well as software, but also from the entertainment aspect as well, and having that expertise in creating entertainment with Sony Pictures, Sony Music, and understanding uh, that user and, and how people consume that kind of content. So you brought up a good point. So because Sony has these content arms like Sony Pictures and Sony Music, I have noticed that when I've uh, played around with Sony devices that there's often a movie built into the phone or some music thrown in from a Sony music artist. So that is probably a cool differentiator between the likes of Samsung and Apple and Sony because you have this content division. Exactly. Yeah. With that content division, you know, we have the preloaded assets, but for us, it's, it's more of how you consume the content that you're watching or listening to. And we want to give our consumers the best experience and our, our uh, know-how from the, the Sony division. All right. So you started off with talking about big and beautiful screens. How big are we going now with some of your upcoming devices like the XA2 or the XZ2? So the XA2 uh, would be at 5.2 inches, and then the bigger version of that would go up to a 6-inch display, and both those, those displays are now full HD. All right, and that's the XA2 Ultra? That's the bigger one, right? Correct, yes. The XA2 Ultra is the 6-inch version. Because we are consuming more content, as you said. We're using our phones increasingly for watching TV shows and movies. We're playing games on these devices. And even things like social media and web browsing. We just want a nice big screen for that. We're not really making calls much anymore, it seems. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And so with the XA2, it's perfect for that, um, I guess, that individual consumption of entertainment and watching the uh, movies and listening to music um, with that 5.2-inch uh, screen. But, you know, for the 6-inch display, we want to uh, – we see customers now sharing the display and sharing that entertainment. So with a 6-inch screen, the edge-to-edge -edge screen, it's much easier to do that with. And that's another trend we're seeing now is we're losing that bezel around the uh, sides and top and bottom of these screens. It's almost like edge to edge glass or, or like an infinity pool and an infinity edge, if you will. Uh, now let's talk cameras, Rob, because I, I think this is one area that Sony Mobile really shines in. Uh, pardon the pun is in the front and rear facing cameras. Tell us about what's new. So what's new is uh, the, the rear cameras now have uh, the 23-megapixel camera with Exmor RS. So not only are you getting great photos in um, perfect daylight, but also in lower-lit situations. But for our, our mid-tier devices, now another thing we're adding is 4K video recording. So now you get four times the resolution uh, of Full HD. So you can share the, this great video that, that you captured on the big screen. Um, also, on top of that, we've also added 120 frames per second slow motion video capturing. So really slowing down and making those dramatic movies and, and videos uh, off our device. 
really giving you more tools to create uh, great entertainment for not only at home, but also to share on social media. In fact, Rob, if I'm not mistaken, last year or maybe even the year before, Sony Mobile had the first smartphone that can shoot 960 frames per second for super slow motion, whereas your competition is now sort of touting this as a cool new feature. Sony Mobile did this a while back. Am I wrong? No, you're absolutely right. So we did do that first, and that is on our premium line, the XZ2. Uh, so it will capture 960 frames per second. But what's new with the XZ2 is it will capture not in just HD quality, but now in full HD. So uh, you can share it on the big screen and, and have everybody enjoy that entertainment on your, your let's say, Sony TV. Mm-hmm. And you also can create custom avatars using the front-facing camera, right? Correct, yeah. So on the XZ2, we have a feature called 3D Creator um, that you can use on the main camera where you can scan anybody's face, head, food, or even small objects, process it as an OBJ file so you get a 3D rendering of it, and you can share those those great images and, and things that you've captured on Facebook, create an uh, augmented reality version of yourself, or even upload yourself onto an app that we partnered with called Shadow LOL, where you can be in the movie, you can show off some cool dance moves that you never knew you had. But the new thing we've added on the XZ2 is now you can capture it all on your own with the front-facing camera. Hmm. Um, So Hmm. capturing your face in 30 seconds and having it processed and then um, creating those great avatars afterwards. We're chatting with Rob Vongze, Senior Product and Channel Marketing Manager at Sony Mobile. So there are a few different phones coming up, just to clarify. There are these mid-tier devices that are a little bit more affordable, yet not with sacrificing quality. And we're talking about the XA2 and the XA2 Ultra, as well as the announced premium hand sets like the XZ2 series. So that's obviously more of a higher end device uh, for the more demanding smartphone user. So now tell us about the the XA2 and the XA2 Ultra's front-facing cameras. What makes them unique? So yeah, the XA2 has a great 8 megapixel front-facing camera for your selfies. But if you want to include more people and friends and family into the shot or just want to capture more of the environment, with one press of a button, that camera will go from an 80-degree angle shot to a 120-degree angle shot. So really capturing everybody in uh, in the photo. Um, with the XA2 Ultra, it has a front-facing 16-megapixel OIS camera, which stands for Optical Image Stabilization really giving you that clear and crisp selfie, not only in daylight, but with OIS, it also supports low light selfies as well. All right, so where can we learn more about the XA2, the XA2 Ultra, the XZ2 and the XZ2 Compact? Is there a website for all of these devices, Rob? Yeah, so uh, if you want to learn more about these devices, the easiest place to go to is www.sonymobile.com. All right, Rob Vongze, Senior Product and Channel Marketing Manager at Sony Mobile. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for having me. When we return on Tech It Out, we're going to chat with StubHub to hear about their ticket marketplace, how it works, and how you can best take advantage of it. We'll be right back with more Tech It Out. Breaking down geek speak into street speak. Tech It Out. Hosted by Mark Saltzman. Hey, 
everyone. Welcome back to Tech It Out. This show is brought to you by Asus, creating technology for today and tomorrow's smart life. Asus, for those in search of incredible. Visit asus.com slash US slash radio for more info. That's asus.com forward slash US forward slash radio. Speaking of Asus, I just did an interview with one of their product marketing managers about a new ruggedized laptop, a new durable notebook that you can bring with you anywhere. So we're going to run that interview next weekend on Tech It Out with Asus. If you like going to live events, whether it's sports or concerts or the theater or what have you, then you'll no doubt know about StubHub. It's the world's largest ticket marketplace with tickets available for literally millions of live events. Joining us on the show to tell us more about it is Cameron Pat. He is StubHub's communication manager. Welcome to the program, Cameron. Thanks, Mark. How are you? <laughs> Good, thank you. Thanks for your time. Absolutely. So I think a lot of people are familiar with StubHub. But if they're not, uh, or they are familiar with the company, but they may not know everything that you do and, and, and how you service fans of live events, tell us about StubHub at a sort of high level. Absolutely. So StubHub is the world's largest ticket marketplace. We enable fans to buy and sell tickets to thousands of events um, whenever, wherever they want through both our desktop and mobile experiences. So that includes you know, desktop and, and mobile web, of course, and then, of course, our StubHub app that we have for iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, and Android. What's the most popular platform for people to use StubHub? By far, our app. We see um, the, the best customer experience and um, the best results through, through StubHub's app, and that's due to um, just better features. Um, we've really put an investment in our... Um, what we call our native app over the last few years. And it has that sort of um, whenever, wherever aspect. You know, obviously not everyone's going to be on their computer at all times, but the, the good thing about using our app and using your phone is that you can literally be outside of a stadium and check out, you know, well, maybe not even outside of a stadium, but just what events are going on in your local area. And if you are right near, you know, a game, you can purchase a ticket right there and get into uh, the stadium for an event and that can go for a sports music or theater event um, worldwide did you say that it's with both android and apple that's right iphone ipad apple watch and android we have applications on StubHub for for all of those so cameron how does StubHub help fans identify the best seats in the house whether they're looking for value or an optimal viewing experience tell us about this feature well what's stuff StubHub has really invested in over the last few years are building features for our app and and some somewhat on the desktop experience too, but building features to just make a better informed customer. So an, an example of that is our best value feature that we have for both our desktop and mobile app experience. And and what that does is it, it's really a machine learning model that pulls in historical seat quality score data for each section of a venue. So we'll put um, that the algorithm will put a score quality for a section that's based on um, what the price of that section is, historical data, what prices are normally average for that, where the seat location is, the specific venue, and a bunch of other metrics. So it, it helps the consumer 
um, have a recommendation to get the best bang for their buck when they're looking for tickets on StubHub. Mm-hmm. Tell us about this virtual view seat preview feature. So virtual view is another feature that StubHub has, and, and what it does is fans can see a, a seat in a virtual environment on StubHub before they actually purchase that ticket. So when you're looking to purchase a ticket for a sports uh, or concert event, you can click on um, the ticket or tap that ticket, whether if it's on your phone for StubHub, and, and it will per- put you in sort of a virtual environment where you can, you know, go left and right, look up and down. And so you're actually inside the stadium. So it's again, it's just making um, a, a better informed consumer so they know exactly what they're getting before they purchase just their ticket on StubHub. And just to clarify, Cameron, you don't need a VR headset to take advantage of this. That's correct. You can use a VR headset if you do have one, but you do not need one. You can do this all uh, on your phone. Um, you know, it, it works with things like Google Cardboard. Um, but outside of that, you, you don't need to have a headset for it. We're chatting with Cameron Papp. He is the StubHub communications manager. We're talking about the StubHub app and desktop platform for buying and selling tickets to live events in your city. Clearly, I'm a tech guy. This is a show about technology. So I'm asking you all these questions about, you know, virtual view and and the algorithms and all that behind the scenes. Uh, On a related note, I understand there's a chatbot feature and a partnership with Skype as well. Tell us about that. Yeah, the chatbot feature for Skype is really designed to be your virtual concierge. So you can use Skype and um, actually you can use um, iPhone messaging now for this as well for StubHub to uh, and ask, you know, ask it any question and figure out uh, it could be as simple as a question of, you know, what what's going on in my area tomorrow night or Friday night. And the chatbot feature will help you find events around your area. It can also help you answer questions if you run into issues. Like, I'm confused on, you know, where exactly this seat is. And and the chatbot will help you out with that. So Mm. it's just, um, it's for those that, you know, there are some people that always want to talk to a person. And they want to call StubHub and figure out, you know, what's going on. And we, we certainly have that feature. But this is for people that just need sort of a quick answer or just looking to do um, tonight or tomorrow in their local area. We'll continue our chat with StubHub when we return. Keep your dial locked and loaded right here on Tech It Out. Follow Mark Saltzman on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Listen to Tech It Out whenever you want. We're chatting with StubHub's Cameron Papp. He is their communications manager. All about the ticket marketplace and how you can buy and sell tickets to concerts and sporting events and live theater and so on. Now, before the break, we started talking about the technology behind the service, StubHub. And I was asking you about chatbots, these simulated people that you can interact with on the platform. So when you are chatting with a chatbot, it's kind of like talking to a person, but you're getting the information that you need quickly. That's right. It's it's designed to be a, a quick interaction for you know fans that might not have a lot of time to email or call in a customer service number. Just quick questions, um, very simple. But it, it you know the chatbot will act act like an actual you know human concierge. It's that sophisticated. How do smartwatches factor into all of this? What can you do on say an Apple Watch, for example? 
Well, similar to technology that has helped um, ticketing through you know airline experiences, you can use your Apple Watch to get into most events through StubHub now as well. So it's connected to the StubHub app. Um, Major League Baseball is actually the best experience for this, um, and that's due to our barcode integration with the league and partnership through them. So you can purchase uh, a ticket for a Major League Baseball game and it can get sent directly to your Apple Watch. And you can actually use your watch to get into the stadium. You never need to print a PDF. You don't need to send any tickets. Um, It'll be right there on your wrist once you purchase. Mm. Any plans to roll out Android Wear integration similar to Apple Watch? Absolutely. We're always looking for um, other technology and different applications that it can be used on. Generally, you know, we usually start with Apple um, with with their products, um, but we, we certainly realize that Android has a large market share there, and we'll, we'll be rolling out technology like this for uh, for Android and other um, features as well. Before we wrap up, Cameron, what would you say is the biggest misconception about StubHub or using StubHub? What what are some of the questions that you get that you're still surprised that you're getting from those who aren't in the know? The biggest misconception that I usually hear from StubHub is that I think that fans still think that we own tickets and that we set ticket prices. So we are, um, StubHub is an open marketplace and you can essentially think of us as the eBay of ticketing. In fact, eBay is our parent company. So similar to how you can, you know, list car parts or your old phone or clothes on eBay, you can list a ticket on StubHub. And so, you know, what I usually the general misconception is, is, you know, why are prices set the way that they are? Or, you know, I don't understand why you can't just give tickets away or whatnot. Um, And the reality is, is that we're simply a marketplace. We're simply um, the middleman that connects buyers and sellers to event experiences that they love. So our um, whole goal is to get you access into the event and we provide a safe and secure platform for consumers to do that. So they know that when they do purchase a ticket on the secondary market, that they're going to get into that event. And there's, um, it's not, you know, outside of um, an online marketplace that uh, um, doesn't have consumer protections in place. We take care of that. Yeah, I was going to ask you, so you do guarantee that these tickets are legit? Absolutely. StubHub has what we call our fan protect guarantee, which guarantees that um, the buyer will get into the, that event. Obviously, we are in marketplace and, you know, things are going to come up similar to how you purchase on other marketplaces like, you know, maybe eBay or Kijiji or, or Craigslist or whatnot. Um, you know, you're going to run into some issues from from sellers or it might not be uh, uh, some, what you were expecting, the wrong seed or something of that nature. So what we what, what we have is protections in place. Um, that where StubHub will step in and make sure that um, no matter what that buyer is getting in to the event. Oftentimes that means purchasing tickets um, on our marketplace out of our own pocket. Um, and sometimes it means, you know, uh, getting a refund and a coupon to a future event. But no matter what we do, everything in our power to make sure that the buyer gets into the event. Well, no doubt StubHub is going to be popular, especially as it's playoff season for the NHL and NBA. And and as I mentioned earlier, it's also for live music and theatrical productions and so on. So uh, StubHub.com is the best place to go. And then the app from the App Store for iOS devices and Google Play for Android, S-T-U-B-H-U-B. That's, that's all you have to type and search for, right? 
Exactly right. All right, Cameron Papp, StubHub Communications Manager. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks for listening to Tech It Out this week, everyone. This program is brought to you by ASUS, creating technology for today and tomorrow's smart life. ASUS, for those in search of incredible. Visit asus.com slash us slash radio for more info. That's asus.com forward slash us forward slash radio. I hope you all have a great rest of your weekend. You can always hit me up with comments, questions, or suggestions at marksaltzman.com. M-A-R-C-S-A-L-T-Z-M-A-N. Have a good one. We'll talk to you next weekend on Tech It Out. Ciao for now.